Amen, amen, amen. <sighs> no, no, Aaron. I think maybe we should just go sit at his feet, buddy. It's the only place to be, right? Um, the title of my message is called Letting Go. And, um, you know, we, we have a journey. We walk this life with the Lord, right? And we, it's a journey that we are walking on in with him. And this journey is supposed to be a walk that just keeps bringing us closer and closer and closer to him, falling more and more in love with him. That's what it's supposed to be about. But we find out along this journey, there are some things in us that are in the way. Um, it might be all over your, in your mind, that heaviness or um, it just your mind never stopping, the intellect. It might even be just so deep of a, of a place of oppression that it just, you feel so heavy. That's not what he has for us. He wants that stuff to get out of our way. He wants us to be able to let go of those things. Now, I don't preach anything, and I know a lot of the pastors here don't, I'm sure every single one, the only way you can preach is by living it, right? By having those wonderful testimonies and, you know, experiencing these wonderful things so that you can share them with everyone. And, you know, I've gotten to a place just like in the last several months, just a void, just an emptiness. And I'm thinking, God, what is going on? Life is great. Work is fantastic. You know, church, ministry, yada, yada, yada. Everything's great. What's going on? What is going on inside? And we don't know until we can step back in that quiet time, in that quiet place, and let the Lord do surgery on the inside of us to see what, what, what do I need to let go of? Because if we're holding on to something or someone or a job or a position or ministry or our kids, whatever we are holding on to, God wants it. He wants it. Because we can't control that. We can't make it happen. But once we surrender and we give that to him, he can turn everything around. Um, I want to show a video in a second, um, and every parent of children here will just love me for this, um, but I want you to think of this song in a whole different way. I want you to think about what this song, how come it has struck the hearts of children and parents alone. If you watch YouTube, oh my gosh, you see this all the time, and parents are singing right along with their kids. Why? This song brings freedom to the individual like it did in the movie. It brought a sense of letting go. Anybody know what I'm kind of talking about? You know, <laughs> let it go, the song from Frozen. But I want you, it's a sing-along, <laughs> um, so it has the words. But I want you to look at it spiritually. Look at it spiritually, look at the freedom I mean, she is finally free, even though she's the ice queen, she's free. And that's how God doesn't want us to be the ice queen, but he wants us to be free. I, I, I keep saying, a Christian artist needs to remake this song. I'm not kidding. Think of the freedom it would bring. The freedom that it's brought to so many people because 
this little girl, is, this queen is finally free. So we're going to play that a set for now. And listen to the words, sing along, because I'm sure you all know it. I won't sing because I'm on, unless you turn me off. But you want to go ahead and play the frozen one for me? Thank you. Iced over. Snow glows white on the mountains tonight, not a footprint to be seen. A kingdom of isolation, and it looks like I'm a queen. The wind is howling.
so cute. <laughs> Can you see it from a different perspective? It's a little dark up here. Um, <laughs> light! <laughs> oh, there be light. Um, <sighs> thank you. Thank you, Julie. Was that you? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> uh, no. Oh, that was you. Oh, Lana, thanks. <laughs> I won't be able to read my notes. Um, can you see it from a different perspective, from a spiritual perspective of who she was, she was not free to be that person. This song is anointed. I mean, it really is. I don't care who wrote it. God gave him the idea. You know, it is anointed. Here, she letting go of all of her fears to become who she's supposed to be. What are we afraid of to free ourselves to love the Lord, to let him love us? to be so madly in love with him like we are supposed to be. What fear do we have? Oh my gosh, I'm gonna look like a lunatic, you know. They're gonna have to pick me up off of the floor, you know. I'm gonna walk around, I'm gonna be like those holy rollers and roll all over. What do we fear? What do we fear of letting our heart go? If you look at him, your heavenly father, if you look at him the way that you fell in love with your, you know, first love or your, you know, your husband, your wife, your spouse, your whatever. Remember that feeling of being so in love. And what happened to that to some of us? You know, some of us fires, you know, keeps going. But to the rest of us, what has happened to that? The same thing with our father. We have the heavenly king of kings to be our bridegroom, we are the bride. You've heard me say that before, men. We are the bride. <laughs> we, he is the husband. It says it in his word. What have we done to let that fire die? Where'd it go? Where did the spark go? You know, if you want a great marriage, a great relationship, you have to keep that love going, alive. You have to Go fishing if you hate fishing. I mean, you do things for each other. That's what keeps it alive because it's not about self, right? That four-letter word. It's not about me. You know, it's about, you know, partnering with my partner, and this is the greatest thing that could ever happen. That's how it's supposed to be with him first and far, far most first. To let yourself be in love with the one that created you and designed you. Then you can love out of that perfect, out of that pure, out of that holy, holy love. I'm going to go back to that song for a second. I had the lyrics. Um, I didn't make copies, sorry. I'm sure everybody here knows it by heart, right? Let it go, let it go. I can't hold it back anymore. Let it go, turn away, and slam the door. It's funny how some distance makes everything seem small, and the fears that once controlled me can't get to me at all. What's her name, Ursula? Is it her? Elsa. Elsa, sorry, see, I, I watched it twice with my daughter. <laughs> she, she let it go. She surrendered everything to be free. 
Now, if we can see that as we're surrendering it all to the King of kings and the Lord of lords, here's my heart. There's no fear. I love what they say. Let the past be the past. That's scriptural, you know. Let the past stay behind you. God's doing a new thing. See, it's springing up. It's growing. It's going forth. Leave it back there. There are so many things in our lives that we haven't let go of. And usually attached to a person. I mean, it could go all the way back to somebody in grammar school or elementary school or high school. Or it could have happened yesterday. It could have been the cashier at the grocery store. It could be, you know, your closest one to you. We can't hold on to those things that have us. If it has you, he wants it. Because that's clogging up that love. That is in the way of just uh, being surrendered and being so in love with him and letting him love you. Now, I worked very, very hard 30-some years of, you know, getting it right with God, which, you know, of course, we know that's quite, not quite possible. Um, but everything I possibly could do to get rid of everything that was in here to make me a better person, to, to give him more room in here so there'd be less of me, everything. But I'll tell you what, I mean, just in these last couple months, I'm like, God, what is going on? What is going on? Why, where are you? I mean, life is, like I said earlier, hunky-dory, it's fine. What am I missing? Do you know what he showed me? When you have that void, when you have that emptiness, that loneliness, and there's so many ways to fill that, right? Oh, you put the TV on, there's entertainment, right? I mean, you can, family, busyness, just busyness. You can be busy all day and all night. I, I can contest to that. My goodness, you can do that. There's so many things, family, kids, um, people use alcohol, drugs to fill that emptiness, that void. They're looking, they're searching, they're, they're trying to find what is it that I'm missing. What we're missing is that love connection of being so free. Here I am, here's my life. Whatever God do, whatever you want to do with it. Why would we fear giving that, surrendering that over to him? Why would we try to hold on to some things? I sent this song to my daughter um, just yesterday. She's, you know, having some situation. She's 25 years old, and, you know, she'll always be my baby. You know, so I sent this song to her, and she's like, nice song, Mom. You know, let it go. You know, let it go. You ha like Ray was speaking last week, you have a choice what you play in your brain. You have a choice of what you play over and over and over and over in your heart. You have a choice. Your brain, as Ray was saying last week, does not control you. You, you control it. You let the thoughts in. You let the pain in over and over and over again. When Jesus is like, hey, I hung on that cross. I took all that. Why are you bringing this up? I took it. 
Why, why do you keep playing that record? See, that's not being free. The little ice queen. <laughs> that's free. Being free. That you're not carrying any offenses. That you're not carrying um, what your kids did to you or didn't do for you or your, your ex or even, you know, your, your loved one of that day. We don't have time to carry that stuff. We have to lay it at his feet. We have to let it go. Turn to my notes here for a second. In Song of Solomon, I love Song of Solomon. Someday I'll get to teach on that. Um, in um, chapter 1 and verse 2, line B, it says, Love is better than wine. His love is better than wine. Now, maybe some of you don't like wine. Maybe there's something else. But being Italian, you know, the, the grapes, the vineyards, they mean a lot. My, my grandfather made his own wine. You know, my brothers would be there stomping, my brother, my cousin, stomping the grapes. You know, the girls weren't, weren't allowed to do it or maybe we didn't want to. I don't know. But anyway, it was the guy's job. But... God's love is better than wine. You have to realize that back in the Old Testament, back in the New Testament, Jesus turned what? Water into wine. There was a value on wine. This was something that they grew, something they loved, something they nurtured, something they spoke life into. These grapes, this vineyard was their greatest possession. Being Italian, I mean, I tried giving, you know, wine when we were kids. My mother would always have to be, no, no, no. You know, my grandparents, that's just the way they were. But that was communion. That was family. They were giving something that was of themselves. So in the Song of Solomon, it says his love is better than wine. What he has, what he wants to give you is the best thing in the entire world. And it's only us that keep us from getting the most. It's only us. Jesus had to really, now don't go out, you know, go drinking wine tonight. I mean, you do whatever you want to do, but don't get drunk, the word says, right? But Jesus, Jesus really, I mean, that was his first miracle. There's a, uh, an emphasis on, on the wine part. They're really because, and what did they say at the wedding? Wait a minute, what are you doing? Giving the best stuff at the end? Because you would give the best first. So I really want you to see how the Lord is better. His love is better than anything that you can consume. Anything that you could possess. The love that he has for you is so great. And the only thing that's in the way is us. That's all. It's really simple. In Ephesians, if you would put that up for me back there, guys. In Ephesians 3, 18, 19. May we be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width, the length, the depth, and the height. To know the love of Christ which passes knowledge, whoosh, passes your brain that you may be filled with all the fullness, all the fullness, all the fullness of God. 
See, he doesn't want us going around on half, half empty. He doesn't want us going, you know, just being full to our needs. He wants the fullness. He wants his spirit, his presence to have full reign over you. Do we know the width, the depth, the length of Christ? My word for 2016, I don't know if I shared this two months ago when I spoke. I don't remember when I spoke what I shared, what, what the Lord gave me was depth, D-E-P-T-H. So I got little Webster out, depth, because God said, I want to show you the depth of me, which is beyond deep, right? The depth. I mean, it sounds so deep, depth, okay? Um, what Webster says, it's a deep place in a body of water. It's far from the outside or the surface, okay? We're talking a profound or intense state. I mean, really, that's how, you look at depth. Jeez, that's an intense word. It's so intense. He wants to, us to have that kind of love. It's the perpendicular measurement downward from a surface, but I'm thinking coming from heaven downward. The direct linear measurement from front to back, the quality of being deep, the degree of intensity, the quality of being profound. And God says, will you, will you let me show you my depth, the depth of my love? That thing you've been looking for and missing and voiding and looking all over this earth for, which can only come from him? Will you let me, will you let me fill you with the depth of me? I'm going to go to Song of Solomon again. Eight, six, and seven, if you guys will put that up there for me. I love the Song of Solomon. I'd have it tattooed over every part of my being if I could. <laughs> I'm starting, but <laughs> nah. <laughs> I just got to find it. It's after Proverbs. I could just read it there. This is my favorite. I'm like, I want a whole sleeve of this one. Set me as a seal upon your heart, as a seal upon your arm, for love is as strong as death, jealousy as cruel as the grave, its flames are flames of fire, a most vehement flame. Many waters cannot quench love, nor can the floods drown it. If a man would give for love all the wealth of his house, it would be utterly despised. That's how much his love is. You can't quench it. You can't put it out. It's a fire that burns inside of us. But again, just like with a, with a marriage, with a relationship, you have to keep the, the relationship alive. You have to keep it on fire. The same thing with him. By desiring, wanting, longing more of him stretches your heart. It opens up your heart so that you can contain more love. If, if you... You know, if you're in a relationship and 
you know, you think, wow, this is it. This is great. You know, the rest of my life. Here we are. Okay. I mean, there's no stretching of the heart for more love if you're not pursuing the other person. The same thing with him. If we're not pursuing him, if we think, well, I just do my Sunday thing and I serve, I'm good. No. There's this relationship that is on fire. He wants you to be on fire for him, so full of him and his love that literally you feel like you're on fire. And that happens a lot to so many people. But you have to be surrendered and say, okay, God, I want more. I want more. I don't, I don't want to search for everything else. And you know what? We can just make our lives so busy and fill that void. You know, when I think of so many movie stars and actors and singers and gosh, they have everything. But do they have him? And why do they always wind up in such a, not all of them, and I don't even want to profess it, but in such a broken state? Because they're missing the biggest part of their life. They're missing that love that will consume every part of their being. Why do you think Jesus was so popular? He just oozed of love. That love poured out, leaked out, was all over the place. That's what he wants from us. He wants that total surrender. I don't know about you guys, but, you know, I get bored really easily. So, you know, I want to... I want to keep that fire between my, my father and I all the time. I, wanna, I want nothing to come above him. Nothing. Nothing to come above him. Because if you have that first, that consumption of him, of his love consuming every part of your being, Everything else is added to you. Everything else comes in, in the arrangement, in the alignment that it's supposed to. Everything else does. You can't get from a human being what only the Father can provide. It could be an extra kiss. It could be something sweet and extra so wonderful and special from the Lord. But he has to fill that. You know, why all the Disney movies about all the, you know, the princess and being saved by the prince? That's, that's our, our prince. That's our father wanting to swoop, sweep us off of our feet and to hold us ever so close and fill us so we are consumed with his love. And it's only us that blocks him. I was studying, the Lord was showing me that the, bare, the barrenness, the void, that dryness. Some people call it a, you know, a winter time, a season, or a desert time, where, you know, in the Song of Solomon, where the um, woman is looking for her love, looking everywhere for him, and she can't find him. This is all about finding God, and God finding us is what Song of Solomon's all about, and the love. And there's times in our lives where we get in that place 
and we don't know how to fill it. And the father's saying, all you have to do is give me you. That's all he wants. All he wants is all of you. And again, just keep that in the back of your mind. Be asking the Lord or, or thinking, what do you fear in that total surrender? What are you afraid of? Why wouldn't you totally surrender your being for him to consume so that you would have this relationship and be so full and not be empty, not have a void, not walk around barren and, and distraught and trying to fill it with everything we possibly can? Why would we want to do that when all we have to do is, okay, Lord, here I am. I surrender. I want what you have, God. Back to the song again for one moment. My soul is sprawling in the frozen fractals all around, fractals all around. And one thought crystallizes like an icy blast. I'm never going back. The past is in the past. When our heart, when we give it to him and it starts to break. I mean, I would find music that makes me break. And <laughs> I always felt like, come on, you know, whoever's out there making all the worship CDs, you know, we need some new stuff. We need to get to the next place. We need to get to the next place, you know, so I, we can go deeper and deeper and deeper because that's what we're called to do. But if you can see it, like ice just falling off of your heart because that's what's kept you, you know, so protected from God and everybody else. See that ice just fall, just letting it go and letting the past stay back there. Let it stay back there. I don't want to say it doesn't matter what your mother did, your father did, your spouse did, your exit, your kid. I, I would never say it doesn't matter because I've experienced it all in all different ways and walked through with people in so many different situations. So I would never say it doesn't matter. But I'm saying don't stay there because all you're doing is clogging up <laughs> of receiving, of receiving everything he has of that love that will fill every part of your being, every part of your being. And then you're able to love others out of that love. You know, this is what the Lord's talking about when he says, you know, to love one another, will you lay your life down? All that stuff where it's like, Shh, I could never do that. Yeah, we can't in our own. But in him, filled with him, we can do that because then we're loving out of his love, not out of our selfish human love. You know, when you look at that video, wasn't that transformation? <laughs> Isn't that what we're all looking for is, wow, that kind of life, you know, I mean, once she got a hold of who she was, boy, she made the greatest castle I've ever seen. You know, I mean, shush, awesome. What she could do when she was free. What she could do because she was free. She was free to be herself. She, like I said, she didn't have to be that perfect little girl anymore. 
She was free. She didn't have to be what dad told her to be. She didn't have to be what mom put on her to be. She didn't have to be what peers made her to be. She didn't have to be what society made her to be. She found freedom. And that's what God has for us. That love. There is nothing like it on the face of this earth. It only comes through him. And that's what he wants to do tonight is to saturate us with his love in a minute. Hmm. You know, you know, self is a four-letter word, right? S-E-L-F. Self only thinks of self. Self only wants what it wants. Doesn't give a rip about anybody else, anything else. It wants what it wants. It only wants to take care of itself, right? We go back and we look. We self-medicate ourselves. We are medicating ourselves of that loneliness, of that void. We're going we're gonna to do something to make self feel better when all it is that we are missing is his love. But, you know, we'll... Well, medication or drinking or whatever, you know, the situation is to make myself feel better. Or, you know what, I don't feel like doing this marriage anymore because I'm going to make myself feel better. Disposable marriages anymore. It's not okay. You know, I don't care about everything or anybody. I'm just going to do what I want to do. Self. God did not make us to just think of ourselves. And when you get that download of his love, you can't think of yourself first. It doesn't even happen. It's not there. It's not there. Because you are so full of him, he doesn't think of himself. Think about that. We could go there. Boy, that would take us who knows where. He doesn't think about himself. All he thinks about is all of his kids. How many billion on this earth, truly? I don't even know. That's all he thinks about. That's all he thinks about. So when we walk in that love, all of a sudden self doesn't need to be taken care of anymore. That orphaned spirit, that uh, void in our life that we never got from maybe mom, dad, whomever, it's not there anymore because we are filled to overflow. We are fulfilled. I mean, leaking over of him, of his love. Let it go. Let go whatever has happened to keep you from going to the place which is receiving more of him. We were designed for this. Our journey our walk was designed to grow deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper, never, ever stop to be so full of him and not self, so full of him. That's what he's called us to do. And it's not that hard. It's not like, oh, I have to sacrifice this or I have to, you know, give up this. He only wants what has you. 
bound or what you're trying to control. Because like a good dad, like you would for your own kids, you don't want something that's going to hurt them or endanger them. You don't want that for your kids. How much more for him? How much more does he not want to see you holding on to your own way so you can get what you want done when all it does is take you around the mountain another time? Who's been there? My goodness, you know. I've taken way too many trips. <laughs> okay, he doesn't want that for you. He's like, just let it go. Just give it to me. Give it to me so I can show you the way. So I can take you. I can lead you. Oh, I don't want to be controlled. You know, my parents were so controlling. Oh, forget it. I don't want to be controlled. God doesn't control us. He gives us a choice. He never, he doesn't want, um, I was going to say dummies, puppets. <laughs> he doesn't want puppets. He wants us to volunteer our love. He just wants us to give it to him. He could have made us that way if that's what he wanted. But he knows the best, the very best way for you, the very, very best thing for you. And all that's in the way is us. It's the only thing that's in the way. So I'm going to have you guys stand to your feet. Can we play that video, the Bethel one? Now, I tried to get the words for this, but it wouldn't combine. So we're just going to listen with our heart, listen with our spirit, because this is about just letting it all go, and then we'll pray. Thank you.
whether I sink, whether I swim, in over my head. And this is what the Lord's calling us to tonight. I'm going to read the lyrics and let it just penetrate in your heart. I've come to this place in my life. I'm full, but I'm not satisfied. This longing to have more of you, and I can feel it in my heart, is convinced. I'm thirsty. My soul can't be quenched. You already know this, but still, come and do whatever you want to. I'm standing knee deep, but I'm out where I've never been. And I feel you coming, and I hear your voice on the wind. Would you come and tear down the boxes that I've tried to put you in? Let love come teach me who you are again. Would you take me back to the place where my heart was only about you? Remember those days? And all I wanted was just to be with you. Come and do whatever you want to. And further and further, my heart, it moves away from the shore. Whatever it looks like, whatever may come, I am yours. And further and further, my heart moves away from the shore. Whatever it looks like, whatever may come, I am yours. Okay, the shore is nice and safe, right? We've, you know, we've got grounding. Then you crash over me. Okay, big wave, right? And I've lost control, but I'm free. I'm going under. I'm in over my head. Then you crash over me, and that's where you want me to be. I'm going under. I'm in over my head, whether I sink or whether I swim. It makes no difference when I'm beautifully in over my head, whether I sink or whether I swim. It makes no difference when I'm beautifully in over my head. I'm beautifully in over my head. I'm beautifully in over my head. That's being consumed. That's being consumed. That's being fulfilled where he is taking you where you're not taking you, where you've let it all go and say, okay, daddy, this is for you. This is so I can be free. I can be free. Is the worship team still here? Oh, guys, you want to come up? And if you want more of him, if you are done being satisfied, if you want more, you know, we need to make a step out and come up front and go after him so that longing and that desire will come forth. He didn't make us to just, you know, go to church and go home and go to work and go home to be on fire, on fire with him. So we're going to do whatever. And if you want to come up forward, I mean, I'm going because I, I want more. There's <laughs> never enough. <laughs>